Welcome to Swing Shot, episode 11, the second semifinal. I am Blaine Zimmerman, your host, and I'm joined as always by Ryan Allwart, who skipped an appearance at the Tonys tonight to join us. Did. And Russ Slivka, <laughs> who strongly believes Fidel Castro was an underrated basketball prospect. Mm. Mm. Was he tall? He was. Notoriously like he tall? Was, uh, yeah, like he was definitely plus six foot. He actually played professional baseball, I think. Is that right? But it, yeah, they should have. They should have drafted him. <laughs> Los Cubanos. There you go. Wait, Fidel was... Castro played professional baseball? Yeah, I don't know. I found a couple of pictures in of America. him playing basketball today, though. <laughs> in America, they're awesome. Like minor league. Or... I, don't know. I don't know. What team would have drafted? Well, I guess it was before he was Fidel Castro. He no, was he was he was born Fidel, Fidel Castro. Castro. Like Fidel Castro. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to Senior. look into that. So in this episode, yep. we already know that Craig Williams and oh no, Nancy Petito are onto the finals. And so we're looking to find out who is facing Craig and Nancy. So what we have is Christy Cotton, our gym teacher from slash stunt woman from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tracy Phillips, who is an apartment manager in Houston. Awfully smiley, that Tracy Phillips. Yeah, they talk about that at length. Yeah, yeah uh, they do. Brian Hudson, who is a buyer in Houston. <laughs> Still they stopped know. saying office furniture. Yeah, he's oh. just yeah. a buyer now. Yeah, he yeah. just buys things. And then Billy Worth, yeah. who everyone knows. He's a writer. Point. He's a lost he boy. Who performs his own stunts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your hosts for this episode, as is every American Gladiators episode are Mike Adamley and Joe Theismann, who you may know from daytime Medicaid commercials on TV. Oh, oh yeah. Sure, I've seen that guy. So Yeah, still. I feel like they cut back on a lot of fluff in this episode. It was weird. that It almost seemed like, and it could have been because Russ found a way to get it to us commercial-free. That was wonderful. It felt Thank like you, it was by a the very way, efficient that. presentation this time. Mm-hmm. Like they got rid of, there were no interviews, no, like no real-world interviews, no... They skipped a couple of the events, and they mm-hmm. just told us what the score was. Yep. Like they were just trying to power through. Well, they yeah. they took it off of Pluto TV. Did we say that? No, I mean you just did. But they so, being Pluto TV, and I the think powers man. that be behind. So the, the documentary brand. came out last week. So by the time you're hearing this, what four weeks ago? Yeah. Documentary on ESPN came out, and I feel like that's probably like these next two episodes are the last two American Gladiators episodes we're doing. Mm. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, I think they're going to try to revive at least the nostalgia piece of it and ride that as long as they can. Yeah. And our niche is gone. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> that's what happens. We'll when come you're back a trailblazer. after the final with another iteration of Presequential. But the documentary was pretty in- interesting. I have not and, seen yeah. it, but you guys have both seen it, correct? So, yeah. Well, it's... the big thing we learned was that this was created by P- Pennsylvania steelworkers in Erie, Pennsylvania. Mm hmm. Like it was their like outlet every year was this American Gladiators thing, and they had like pretty similar contests like joust and and they like, would do it in like a high school gym, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they did it to like raise money for the union. Okay, and then this local promoter basically took the idea and sold it to Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. Was and, it called? I mean, Pennsylvania it's called American Gladiators. Gladiators. Yeah. It's called American Gladiators. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Huh. There was a lot more we learned. Like the okay. dude that quote unquote created it was really stole the idea from this guy named Apache Dan. 
they go to links to find Apache Dan in this mm. documentary and talk to like the very first actual American gladiator that won like the steel workers, American cool. gladiators. Yeah, it did. There were quite a few gladiators that wouldn't be interviewed for the documentary because of the Johnny guy, the founder. Interesting. Like Hollywood gladiators, not yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. gladiator. Okay. Yeah. Like nitro wasn't on it. Lace wasn't on it. Zap wasn't on it. So, so Johnny was a former Elvis impersonator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that then became friends like with Apache Mars. Dan and took American gladiators. Okay. And kind of ran it with a... I meant to pay attention to that. Apparently in the credits, Apache Dan's co-creator. Okay. I just, I forgot to look today huh. when I was watching. Interesting. But because that documentary came out, I think they took every... They pulled all the IP. They pulled all the Got IP it. from the entire internet. Like, yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere. A good friend of mine ended up finding it. Well, and thank him. Yeah, give him a shout yeah. out. Yeah. If you can say his name if you want him to get arrested and pursued by Johnny. I don't know if I Johnny. want to. It's okay. Yeah. I don't know the means. Shout out to Russ's achieved. good, good well, friend. It was nice to watch without commercials. It was. Uh, so thank you for that. Yeah. So our first contest in this is Powerball. So reminder, Billy is, is 27, 6 foot, 175 pounds. He lives in New York City and, as, as discussed, is an actor, writer, and does his own stunts. <laughs> and he's probably even more serious and and reserved in this episode this is the most yeah especially his post interviews which i'm sure we're going to talk about but gosh i don't Um, know how you describe that like how do you describe his demeanor in those i I can't tell if it's like serious or smolders aloof at best aloof yeah yeah Yeah. so brian hudson he's 24 six foot one 190 he's solid 24 pounds. he looks yeah. like he's 39 years old it was yeah. in the late 80s yeah, yeah. so everybody looked yeah old he also played safety for the raiders so he went to mississippi state he was a like free agent signee of the raiders <laughs> pretty quickly in powerball uh billy's going to one of the corners and jim and i like takes him out and Billy doesn't like it, so Billy throws the ball at his head. Uh-huh. And then Jim and I follows him to the next one, and they get into it. Billy throws a yeah. punch, yeah. and there's like yeah. a full-on fight. Yep. Some random <laughs> producer yeah. crew Gemini, member like, tries to pull him he off. tackles him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't throw a dodgeball at Jim and I's head. Yeah. Yeah, from close range, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, like from behind. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so That's they have the to worst. stop the whole thing. <laughs> They have to restart it with 27 seconds left. Uh-huh. So we're only, what, 18 seconds into the competition yeah. when they get into a fight. Yeah. The first competition, which clearly yeah. all the gladiators hated Billy. Absolutely. Oh, like it was yeah. very, and even it in Powerball, no. you could tell they were just ganging up on him and yeah. he was frustrated. So he threw yep. the ball at him. But then they. You like, seemed like sh- you were on the side of Billy on that one. No. Like I would, I would understand in that competitive environment why the gladiators would be like, oh, yeah. screw this dude. Yeah. yeah. And, but I also understand, like, if you're in a competitive environment and everybody's clearly ganging up on you, you're going to get frustrated. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. And I don't remember where I was going with that thought. But, like, they, they very clearly don't like him, and I understand why. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was not a likable person no. through this show. It was definitely the best Powerball we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a two-parter. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian ends up getting one more ball than Billy. So Brian has 90 and Billy has 75. So then they make Gemini and, and Billy stand next to each other. With Mike in between them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
And they like shake hands and make it seem like everything's okay. And Gemini's like, we can fight all day and all night, but only a gladiator will remain. So it was interesting because Billy was like, yeah, you know, competitiveness got the best of us. Yeah. Blah, blah. Like he answered it like a human being. Yeah. yeah. And then Jim and I tried to jump into character. Sure. But it was clear, like, they didn't like each other. No. No. Um, they still had the respect, though, to forearm bump each other at yeah. the end. And they even well, which, made a comment, right? Like, yeah. now they've gone to forearm yeah. fives. It used to be high fives. Oh, yeah. It was high fives and it was a yeah. fist bump, and now yeah. it's the now forearm. it's a forearm shake. There's quite a few things over the next couple episodes that Joe says that I think he might actively be having a stroke. <laughs> um, that was one of them. You want to grab the... Grab the, the balls. Right I already I put it Russ, on the chair first. can you first. grab Blaine's balls? Please. And the Powerball machine. <laughs> okay, so Powerball. Uh, Russ, you want to do the honors? I-17. Cheerophobia is the word for the irrational fear of being happy. It must be shareophobia. Shareophobia. Spell it. C-H-E-R-O-phobia. Chero. It's not the fear of share. <laughs> comes from the Greek word shero, which means to rejoice. Huh. People the f- are, that suffer are often afraid, crippling, so... Of being happy? Of doing anything that might lead to happiness. Mm. Wow. It's got to be like a, like a jinx type of situation. Like if I'm happy, something bad is about to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shareophobia. Shareophobia. All right. All right, go next. Russ. It's on the playlist. Yeah. N thirty four. N thirty four. The inventor of the frisbee was turned into a frisbee after he died. <sighs> That's. <laughs> I don't know whether to love or hate that. That's pretty cool. Steady Ed Hedrick invented oh, man, the frisbee in the fifties. Created the sport of disc golf in the seventies, and when he died, his final wish was to have his ashes turned into a frisbee. Wow. Wow. His son said it was his father's dream that they play with him after death. Okay. And that he might even accidentally end up on someone's roof. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so you can just... I, I never thought about that. I you can just turn yeah. your ashes into anything. Can, I guess. Yeah. This is America after all. Yeah. I had a professor named Gil You need a toe? I'll get you a toe by 3 o'clock <laughs> with nail polish. What's that from? Big Lebowski. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Gil Frisbee was my sophomore year uh, in college funny. business strategy professor, and he was really cool. And he was, I think it was cooler because he had Frisbee as a last name. Spelled the same way, too. Huh. It's cool. That had to be weird for the kids. Not oh, Gil yeah. Frisbee's kids, but like the ones who were like throwing their dad yeah. back and forth. I yeah. wonder what happened to the Frisbee. Maybe it was cathartic. Could have been. You're right. Are you guys sure. disc golfers? It's so weird. No. No. Yeah. No. You answered that with disdain. Yeah, it's fine. No, I'm good. Actually, part of me could see you doing disc golf, like that's actually enjoying insulting. it. I cannot see that at all. Anything <laughs> else? Very specific a, people. Anything else that's called golf that's not golf, he is going to be against 100%. Just on principle alone. Okay, what's your uh, last o- letter? 71. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Instead of saying cheese before taking a picture, Victorians said prunes victorians were pictures even around during the victorian era yeah you've seen those pictures oh because they want to do like a 
What is that, fish face? So we say cheese because the word leaves us with a big smile on our faces. But if Victorian-era folk were to see our gleeful expressions, they'd scoff. Once upon a time, smiling in photos was considered undignified and reserved for the poor. Sheriffobia. Sheriffobia. And the drunk? Is that what you said? Yeah. To retain a more serious look in their photos, they would say prunes, a word sold dull. The chances of it inciting a smile were slim to none. Huh. And it also, like, elongates your face, right? Prunes. Like prunes. 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 Everybody try it right I now. I am where not a fish. Prunes. <laughs> prunes. <laughs> That's right. fun that everybody listening right now just said prunes. Just said yeah. prunes. Uh, G53. South Koreans are four centimeters taller than North Koreans. <laughs> okay. I, why? There was one Malnutrition. About malnutrition. For yeah. generations? Economic stagnation, lack of immigration. That's a good point. Malnourishment, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, it's on average. Not every single South Korean is four centimeters taller sure. than every single. This assumes that North Korea is willing to share its population's height information. Oh, that's true. You know. Oh, and they're probably even like oh, bumping it up. They'll overshoot it. That's they have true. their, yeah. Probably yeah, their yeah, own so unit of measurement. It's probably like 13 centimeters. Yep. It's like an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. I think I'm doing this. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. B8. Pandas fake pregnancy for better care. Yeah. Pandas fake pregnancy for better care. I feel like this is, based on the description, they're using a one-time incident that I actually just read today. A platypus also did and saying that (laughs) all of them did it. So a Chinese panda named Ai Hin was believed to be pregnant. And zookeepers ensured she was well taken care of with extra food, a single room with air conditioning, and more. But then they realized she was not pregnant at all. They believed it was a deliberate fake-out in order to get better treatment and treats. Wow. There was a platypus in the 1950s that did this as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said you ran across this fact today. I was just scrolling Twitter while watching golf. And, just in yeah. the wild. Yeah. Just in the wild. I love that it was in the 1950s. They were trying to get the platypuses <laughs> to recreate on purpose, and they couldn't get the platypuses to um, like Platypi. like each other. The platypi, yeah. like the male was clearly interested, the female clearly wasn't, and then she just faked being pregnant because they would give her double food every day. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's smart. You, wow. Hmm. <laughs> Platy- platypuses, platypi are crazy. Platypi. Is uh, it is it really platypi? I think yeah, it is I think platypi. It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Just like octopi, I think. Mm-hmm. N43, please. Okay, this one may be obvious, but the Aurora Borealis has a sister phenomenon in the southern hemisphere called the Aurora Australis. Okay. Why? I bet you it comes from the ground up instead of... Uh-huh. <laughs> Left or it to like right. goes out and then it comes back after a while. Yeah. And you catch it. So What's... they're called the southern lights. You can see them in New Zealand, Tasmania, and our in our Antarctica. Oh wow. Okay. What does Borealis mean? Like why is that the opposite of Australia Alice? That's a good question. Yeah, what is Borealis? It's Latin for something, obviously. Yeah. And is Australia Latin for like it means northern. Oh. Borealis does Australia mean southern? Now now we're talking I love this rabbit hole that we're we're going. Yeah, down. I mean, well, they're doing opposites. Uh of the south. Of oh. the south. Well, look at that. Man, that's cool. I did not know that. Australia. Just hidden in plain sight. There you go. Thank you, Blaine, for that fun with the bingo balls. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, that was a lot of... Good fun facts there. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I feel those were good. 
Got a bite of tinnitus coming on. It's real weird with headphones in. Ooh. Uh, speaking of tinnitus, women's assault. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> Okay. That was not planned. <laughs> Tracy that, was, Phillips. that was really good. <laughs> it's got to be one of my better uh, oh. fades. Um, we are not laughing at uh, the seriousness of no. dom- domestic violence, but the, your delivery was fantastic <laughs> on that. <laughs> so Tracy's 24. She's five foot three and 125 pounds. She's apartment manager in Houston. And in 1987, was number two in the National Physique Contest. Wow. What, Don't know what that means. What, what Is that still going on? Oh, yeah, dude. The National Physique Contest? Oh, yeah. Right, That's I'll, like I'll the stuff up. that um, uh, Schwarzenegger did with, uh, okay. with Hulk. And he's like, you got to put the wheel on a body, Arnie. Hulk had a real... Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, he had a real weird voice. Yeah, he yeah. did. And he had a speech... Uh, yeah, he had a speech impediment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a Zap, weird voice. It was called the National Fatigue or Physique Fatigue yeah. Fatigue Competition. I'm good at that one. National Physique Competition. Uh, there's probably multiple. It was probably a National Physique Competition. Okay. She was um, 24 years old at the time. Yes. Uh, at the time, if you had looked at her when she would won, she would have been 22 because this was 89. 24 year old Tracy. Now, how old do you think she was? 35. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking. Yeah. We've talked about this, though. Have we? Yeah. Because remember, we talked about how, like, everybody back then just looked older. They just like, so really much older. Drexler, when he was 22, oh, looked 40. Right. Like, right. Yeah, like yeah. every actor in an 80s high school movie looks like they're 43 years well, old. because they might have been. Because they, they probably were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go on. Like, I strongly believe that Freaks and Geeks is, like, the only high school show that got it right. Yeah. They actual high school, like kids? high school kids. That is know? a very good show. I like that show. So Tracy's... Very unassertive. She almost gets a hit with the cannon, and she also gets hit by one of the balls, but it hits the ground first, Mm -hmm. so they let her go. And she basically, like, you could tell her whole goal was to just get to the grenades and wait it out. Survive. Because she barely tries to throw the grenades. So she gets a draw, and we find out after and during the replay that her shoe was untied, so just a feat of athletic strength. Wow. Um, That's impressive, Tracy. So Christy Cotton, she's 31. Five foot seven. I think she's our oldest competitor of all of them. Um, 31, five foot seven, 118. Like I said, she's a stunt woman and a PE teacher. Man, and she, and she looks like a PE teacher. She she's fits, got one of those helmet haircuts. Fits that bill. Yeah. She, also, if you remember, she already beat Tracy in the preliminary round. Yeah. So. Yep. Did you guys have a female uh, gym teacher at your school? Mm-mm. <clears throat> Yes. At any of them? What who do you what was her name? Do you remember? I have no idea. Okay. But I do remember I had more than one. Okay, Blaine, do you remember? No, I didn't. I had uh I had Wanda Hartzell. Oh. Wanda had a very Christy Cotton like presentation. Look dehydrated all the time. Like um, Christy Cotton looks dehydrated all the time. She looks va- very She's leathery. In the of physical You're competition. Right. Yeah. I get it. She's been out in the sun a lot. It's, yes, yeah. yes. Her lips yeah. are always chapped. Yeah. yeah. So she also gets hit, but it hits the ground first, and they stop it. Was she, Zap shooting this one? Yeah, she, yeah. she shoots both. She argues it, and they let her rest, restart at the second target. She ends up making it to the grenades and actually hits the target. Yes. So she gets 75 points. She gets very animated, very excited, and she says... 
I think it was inbred from the beginning. And then Joe <laughs> comments, sorry, what? What? well, her inbred in- instincts paid off. Oh, wow. <laughs> he just jumped into it. Yeah. He embraced it. Yeah. He's a professional. But like she said it, and like I don't yeah. think that he was thinking of it that way. Like I think she was trying to say like I was born for this game. Yeah. It's innate. It's, yeah. yeah. And, but what Any she other said word, was inbred. it was inbred from the beginning. And Joe was like, well, those inbred instincts. <laughs> so Christy now has 75 points to Tracy's 30. Okay. So we move on to men's breakthrough and conquer. Nitro is our breakthrough er, and Malibu is our conqueror. Billy's up first. I just wrote him, so I had to look ahead in my notes to see <laughs> him. Um, so Billy's up first. Nitro kind of like shoves him out of bounds. Yep. And uh, then he gets into the ring with Malibu. And the Malibu, or sorry, the ring now is elevated. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah. noticed Yeah, that. I noticed yes. that. They got to take a step up to it, which, All of a sudden, play, which yeah. comes yeah. into play later. We'll come back yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, the ring is elevated because I was like, that's weird. Why do they keep changing things? <laughs> yeah. So in the process of him pulling Malibu out like basically he like grabs him and pulls him towards him so his foot comes out yeah Malibu rips Billy's shirt off yes so Billy only gets half Brian blows by Nitro just like one little juke move right into the end zone and then he just completely powers Malibu out of the ring and he gets the full 100 points so Brian has 190 Billy has 115 we also find out that Brian is now three for three on the full breakthrough and conquer impressive what do you think Malibu's best event is having watched this season together because i i honestly think he's the weakest of the three not weakest physically but like the worst he's just, male he's, gladiator he's built to be a bodybuilder not an athlete correct yeah. and we also find out from the documentary this is the only season mal was in <clears throat> oh i didn't realize that yeah they basically just huh. never called him back huh yeah, Which is weird because of the three, yeah. he's definitely the best personality. Sure. He's got the most, you yeah. know, character panache. development. Yeah, panache. He's Joe pretty says, good with uh, assault. Right? Yeah, he with is pretty gun. good at assault. What do you think, Blaine? Think, what do you think know. his best one is? Uh, human cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Getting yeeted <laughs> yeah. just off of it. Yeah. Then they go not show the women's joust. Oh, they just say, yeah. the women's joust happened... Tracy now has 130 points, and Christy has 105. So clearly, Tracy won the joust because she was down 75 to 30. So I wonder who she went up against. It doesn't. Yeah, who oh, knows? Yeah. Who knows? I think that's a good place to take a break before yeah. we go to men's assault. We'll be right back. Facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy. It doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming. But there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans. And that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation. And you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities, browse the current open job openings in these communities, and receive your free shirt. That's InVets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Welcome back. Where we left off, we didn't see the women's joust, but now we're moving into men's assault. And before men's assault starts, Joe says, can the gladiators stop them before they stop them? 
And like that was right around the time I assumed <laughs> Joe was smelling toast. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> so I was like, "What does that mean?" Joe, we okay, man? You're all right like, over there. <laughs> so Malibu is the assaulter, and that he's shooting. He's behind the tennis gun. Yeah. Billy's going first, so obviously, like he's taking it super seriously. He has zero personality. Yep. He, if you remember in a previous episode, he actually hit with the rocket. So I was, uh-huh. I had a feeling yeah. like he might try to do that again. Doesn't do that. Doesn't hit the cannonball. But then he hits it through the driftwood. Uh-huh. And Mike makes the comment when I was talking to him before, his goal and strategy was to get to the driftwood. Yep, because the pistol has more accuracy. Yeah, and Billy says that in the interview, yep. that that weapon or that gun is the most accurate of all of them. So I felt like if I could get to that one, I could hit the yep. target. Of course, he's like, of course, I didn't hit the bullseye. So yeah, um, he's kind of also talking. Does that gun shoot a dart? What comes out of that? I don't know. I've never been able to figure that out. And I can't, I don't think we've seen like a really close view of Mm -hmm. the gun. Yeah. You just see him like, so you don't even see him. Mike asks him, so what's the secret? And, and Billy goes, well, wait till Brian goes and then I'll tell you. Which and, is such a dumb way to yeah. just... Yeah, because there's no secret or it's skill just, to that game. It's it, it, evade tennis balls and hope you're lucky enough. I mean, everybody shot a Nerf gun. Yeah. Nerf guns are very inaccurate. Yeah. It's yeah. the same with these. They're air-powered, like, yeah. gun... Or, what, pistols. Did you guys ever have the uh, Nerf bow and arrow as a kid? It had, like, no. a scope in it. Oh, man, that was so cool. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was so rad. Uh, I feel like if I'm Mike Adamly... I think Adam we just Lee, learned about, a lot about our childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I'm Mike Adamly in that point, I would hate Billy Worth. I'd be I'd be pissed at Billy Worth in that moment. Yeah, because he's a terrible interview. I'm like, it's, dude, I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah, I'm like, trying to do a job. Like, God. you're not giving... There's not actually a secret. Yeah, and he's always like, yeah, you know... Uh, just wait till Brian goes and I'll tell you. Like It'd it's be different no if they were doing puzzles, right? Like <laughs> I like I like cringe before if I, when I know he's about to start talking. Yeah. Like I found myself almost yeah. like oh god again. Yeah, because you knew he was going to have the same like it's not even like a whisper. It's mm-hmm. just he's trying to be nonplussed about it, but yes. then he's he's being an asshole. great way to yeah. put it. And it's it's not that he's taking the competition seriously. He's taking himself too seriously, and he happens to be good at the competition, which is, I think, to your point, Blaine, why the gladiators most likely yeah. hate him. Because they've worked for years to be that strong and, and inject that many chemicals into their body to become that strong. And then they've got this dude named Billy Worth who just freakishly kind of gets through the stuff that they're putting up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he was a decent athlete in high school. Yeah. But wasn't... Didn't we find out he was a pretty good high jumper or something? Yeah. But, like, he doesn't like look like them. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. I mean, he's what? Uh, I have it written down. Six foot, 175. Like, yeah. that doesn't... That is, if you were standing next to us, yeah. that would look athletic. Yeah. Standing next to the gladiators yeah. and the other competitors, he not does not look no. nearly as athletic. His... Man, his personality... Do you feel like he is playing a character but he's such a bad actor he's doing it poorly like that's how mm. whenever i listen to what he's saying it doesn't sound like something a real person would say it yeah. sounds like somebody who's trying to like play a role but he's really or possible that's himself and that's why he's a bad actor oh yeah, mm. yeah Blaine raises true. a good point yeah, yeah. i don't know is he so still the, alive? Is he still out there? Yo, yeah, yeah okay. he is. So then Brian, I, I'm sure he listens to this. The, he seems like the type of person that found this and listens to it yeah. and gets mad at us. Hey, Billy. Yeah. What's up, dude? Brian gets hit right away in between the first and second station. So there's he just is dancing around too much. Like he's trying, yeah. he's thinking about it too much. Mm, in Instead of just like running 
and knowing yeah. that they'll probably not lead you, he's like standing in the middle, like, where's he going to shoot me? And we and talked it, about that. That's the best. That's the the farther away you are, the safer you are from those yeah. tennis balls. They're yeah. decreasing over time and speed. They have a harder. Yeah. Unless they're leading you. Because I do feel like they've had enough practice to be like, all right, I got to get out in front of. These I guys. also realized, too, the safest place you could be is right underneath it because I don't think it goes all the way down. Where oh, do you yeah. where do you suppose that? But you have to get there. Yeah. Where do you suppose that tennis ball gun is now? Oh, dude, that's a great oh. question. Who has that? Somebody has it. Yeah. It's just like so. I have a mentor of mine that was involved in the talks to get the Colts to move to Indianapolis. Yeah, cool. And one of the things they did was they built a scale model of the Hoosier Dome. Oh, wow. Because it oh. hadn't been built yet. Cool. And so they went to like the NFL's owner meetings to try to convince them to bring an expansion team here. Wow. And um, he still has that scale model in his attic. That's cool. Like not very many people know he has it. That's really cool. I think he's going to donate it when yeah. he passes to when, like a museum. But When yeah, did the Colts come to Indy from Baltimore? 1984. 84. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's right. a whole nother podcast yeah. that I've done. It's called Hidden Indy. You can find it on all the podcast <laughs> platforms. Yeah. Uh, the Colts is episode four. That's impressive. It was a good show, too. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So we're tied at 190 through three events on the men's side. So we've okay. got a pretty good competition. And I will say, like, for everything we've said negative about Billy, like, he does match up pretty well yeah. with just about everybody goes against. Sure. So women's Powerball, Joe takes a shot at the Powerball competitors and says, up until now, the gladiators haven't shown they can stop the contenders, mm. which he's not wrong. Doesn't seem like the women have gotten as good of a strategy as the men have, and it could just be a speed factor. Yeah. So Tracy, on like her second or third ball, she's getting hit as she knocks it in, and it like rolls around the top a yeah. lot. And like a, like a Joe swirling. is like, he got a, she got a ringer. And he was like, oh, look at that hooper. And they were like, right. which is it? Is it a ringer or a hooper? And he was like, well, it was a ringer. And then it went in, so it was a hooper. And I was like, it's a rim job, Joe. <laughs> it's a rim job. <laughs> That's the word you're looking for. It's a for. rim job, Joe. The entire time I noticed Tracy is smiling. The yeah. entire time. Is this the one smiling. where she uh, she like got no. grabbed in the chestal region? Like she, she made a comment about trying to keep her clothes on. Yeah, I think oh, They're is, grabbing yeah. for everything is yeah. what I think Adam Lee said. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, it's hard enough just keeping your clothes on in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, they're grabbing for everything, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because Adam Lee, he does. He notices that she was smiling, too. And they talk about it on the documentary, though. Wait, what do they talk about? They're just grabbing at clothes and everything. Yeah, because oh. they're just trying to Behind stop you. Yeah, so. Oh, okay. So Christy gets five, Tracy gets four, so the score is now Christy 180, Tracy 190. So we still, after three events, have a close game. Christy is interviewed by Mike and. He says, Zap got a couple of really good shots in because, like, they show, like, she gets trucked by Zap a couple yep. times. And Christy says, Yeah, her name fits really well, which I thought was like good thinking on your toes. Yeah, that is good on yeah. toes. Like, post interview trying to catch your breath. Yeah. That's good. They come back from a commercial and say, Give us the score of men's cannonball. So I assumed they weren't going to show it. Huh. Brian gets two out of three and Billy gets none. Okay. Um, and then they show the two that Brian gets. Who are they up against? So. He, the, all they show is him knocking Gemini and Nitro off, which means Malibu, Malibu was successful both times. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Gemini, I imagine, would be tough to try to get off the cannonball. He's, yeah. No. But he's, he's a bigger target, the, right? Yeah. But if he can get low and keep he's a, got a solid lot base. Of mass. Yeah. And yeah. now they can't extend their legs anymore. Oh, yeah. They changed that rule. Oh, that was the Malibu sure rule. Yeah. Yeah. 
gosh. I love that they, the first time that that happened when we all saw it was like, oh, my God. But then the next episode, the producers were like, we need that in the footage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To promote the Forever. show. They talk about it in the documentary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they do. So he launched. Brian's starting to open a lead. He's 250 yeah. to Billy's 190. Okay. And then we move to Women's Breakthrough and Conquer, mm. where we have Zap breaking through and Sunny oh. conquering. <sighs> Prepare yourselves. Zap breaks a tackle. Sorry, Tracy breaks a tackle and scores. Tracy breaks a tackle and scores. And then she pulls Sunny out. But when she pulls Sunny out and they come off that elevated platform, Sunny twists her knee. Like mm. immediately yeah. goes down, grabbing her knee. Like her a flamingo, knee just yeah. hyperextended. They go like on a break. And they come back, and she's replaced by Lace. And Zap tackles Christy. But I saw that Zap came up out of that zone they're not supposed to come out of. There's like a black five yards. Sure. Oh, yeah. That you're not supposed And she came up out of it. And I expected them to, like, at least bring up that she did that. Yeah, the executioner. And they never even... I was like, oh, she's going to get disqualified. Didn't even bring it up. Hmm. Then you go over the conquer zone. (laughs) Yeah. And the platform's gone. Yeah. Mm. They like quickly were like, oh, that was a bad idea. Back on the ground. Mm. I mean, it was I the minute you that. saw them doing it on the platform, no you knew it was a bad it. idea. Yeah. Well, and like, when Sunny goes down, you it's obvious that she's trying to stay on. Yeah. But she is realizing for the first time, like, this could end badly. And she instantly grabs them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they do quickly go to commercial, too. So, oh, yeah. Like, it must have been a bad one. So she instantly does get Lace out, who is not expecting to be there. So I'm not. I'm yeah, surprised by so now the tiniest of the three. Yeah. Tracy has a 290 to 220 lead. And I have to say, it's really weird to me. Like, Tracy doesn't seem like she should be good at anything. No. Like, as she goes through the... Con- like, I just keep expecting, like, Christy is more athletic. Yeah. Feels like she knows what she's doing. And yep. then you get to the end of the event and you're like, Tracy won? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Right, right. It makes zero sense. Like, yeah. I kept being mm-hmm. like, oh, at some point... She's going to screw this up. You don't sense that she really wants to be in the... Not like she's... She's not super competitive. Yeah, Yeah, but she's she's just not not, all in. Yeah. Well, and they keep talking about how she's just like smiling through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. 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 She talks about that soon. So we move on to Men's Joust. In Men's Joust, we've got Gemini, who Gemini is really, really good at at Joust. Yeah, he is. Like of any of the events in all of the Gladiators... Gemini in the joust is the best one. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yep. So Billy, when they come up to like touch sticks, like mm-hmm. slams. Gives him a little yeah. shove. Like, yeah. Which is like, dude, come on. Yeah. Like they already don't like you. Like don't yeah. do anything to poke the bear. And then he immediately loses his balance and goes down right away. Yep. And Joe says, that was about the length of a Mike Tyson fight, which at the time probably would have resonated with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They didn't so, last long. So then Brian just kind of gets bull rushed backwards and goes back behind the line. They both lose their Q-tips. Brian falls. Gemini's pointing, like, why isn't the door opening? Yeah. And so they end up disqualifying Brian for going back behind the line. Once again, the trap door on the joust. So I, I think, think it's... I think it's safety because there's a guy, 
that's pulling the lever if okay. they go past this white line. Okay. And when he saw him fall, I'm sure he was like, well, if he falls this way, he could land on his head and get hurt. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was a safety, like, we're not going to pull it. We're just going to disqualify him. Okay. Okay. I wonder if that's going to persist or if that's the next thing to go away is the trap door on the joust. Sure. It's it, very dangerous. Yeah. And it, it never works because of safety reasons. Yeah. Also, how do you think, they, this, just unrelated, but how do you think they get up on that platform for uh, Human Cannonball? Does a ladder get propped up? Do they walk up in the middle of the column? Oh, on the gladiator side? Yeah. Is there a trap door they open it's, from underneath? It's got to be a ladder. I think it's a Wait, ladder from the side. is it connected on the, no. on the ends? Okay, because there's... A, yeah, it is. Isn't it? No. I'm talking... I'm sure they just put a ladder there. You yeah, climb up and get it. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe like the part facing the audience yeah, has a ladder post. on it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. So then we find out in the women's cannonball... They once again don't show it. Tracy gets 30. Christy gets zero. They don't show it at all. Gosh, Tracy got 30? So Tracy has a 100-point lead. Wow. Wow. Like, it makes no sense watching it. It's it's like watching a basketball game, and you feel like one of the teams has a huge lead, and they're only up five. Yeah. And you're like... Oh, you're gonna you're gonna blow this game. You've dominated the entire game. You're only up five, and you're yeah. gonna blow this game. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Like if you watched this and they didn't show the scores, you'd be like, Christie's definitely winning. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, with that like hundred point lead, we're going into the eliminator. She's got a huge lead going into the last event that no one's ever come back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christie has to win by twenty seconds, and it's the weirdest eliminator I think I've seen. Because they get up the like Atlas Hill, yeah, and they start going across the balance beam, and Christy gets hit by one of the medicine balls and just holds on, yeah, forever, yeah. It's like five, ten seconds. She's just holding on, trying to get her balance. When it would be much faster to just fall and jump up the Correct. wall. I bet your instinct is just to grab, like, yeah, because you're starting to fall. Your instinct yeah. is just to grab onto the yep. rope. Shockingly, Tracy wins, and Mike asks her, "Like you're smiling a lot. Like yeah. why oh, are yeah. you smiling so much?" And she's just she just goes, "Yeah, whenever I'm scared, I just start laughing." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "And I'm pretty much terrified all the time here." <laughs> I love the honesty. Yeah. yeah nice so honesty. and it makes a lot of sense. Like mm-hmm. oh, now yeah. that makes sense why yeah. you're constantly smiling because yeah. you're yeah. just constantly in fear for your life, yeah, terrified because they're just trying to either. Kill you or pull out. Wait, wasn't it her? Her brothers chased her around with daggers. Uh, is that her? Was that her? Because then this is a lifelong that would thing. Make sense. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to go back. That's a notebook or two ago. Yeah. Did they talk in the documentary about the audition process for the gladiators? Not for the yeah. gladiators themselves, but for the contestants. Yeah. Were they up against gladiator-like people, or no. did they just have to go through obstacle courses? So there's stuff? like multiple physical events they have to do, and they have to do a lot of the events that are in the games. Okay, we already knew the events because they had existed. Yeah, yep, right, sure. And then they have to do like a personality test, and then they have to do like interviews and okay. stuff like that. Okay, so it was also like presented in the documentary that American Gladiators is the reason we have the Kardashians. Huh. Like it was the there was a Huge amount of, like, news stories on, like, 60 Minutes and CBS Nightly News and stuff about how America's becoming dumb because we like stuff like American Gladiators. Like, this is the downfall of television. Interesting. If you think about it, it kind of was the first, like, dumbed-down reality TV show. Yeah. 
I need to watch that. Watch it's that it's really worth watching. Okay. Yeah. One hundred percent. Cheers, by the way. We never uh, we never cheers. And cheers yeah. to you guys. Cheers, Clicky. Clicky. Cheers. Yep, there we go. Yeah. Yep. Got oh. my marathon legs on, trying to recover with my Miller Lite. So, Billy needs to win by twelve seconds. Remember, he has the course record. Oh, oh that's I forgot right. about that. He yeah, flies yeah, yeah. through that thing. But also remember, we've never seen somebody come back. So if anybody's going to come back, it's mm-hmm. Billy's poised to do it. And I just had this feeling like we're going to have to see this dude again. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just sure. had the feeling. Although I think in the last episode, I picked Brian to win the whole thing. I think you... Uh, you? I thought it was, it was either, Craig. I thought it, it was, was one of the two. It yeah. was one of the two. Um, so Billy like flies across the, the the balance beam, but he gets tangled up in the commando lines, which lets Brian catch up a little bit. Uh-huh. But as soon as he like gets his footing on the commando lines, he's back, whoosh, gone. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't hit a gladiator and gets through, but Brian's like right on his heels. Mm-hmm. So it's not close enough or it's not a big enough gap for him to win. So Brian wins relatively easily. I didn't catch the final score, but it think, wasn't super close. I think Brian probably, if he did encounter a gladiator, could still push through. I don't know if Billy would have that best of luck. Yeah. Brian's just broader. So yeah. luckily for us, we've seen the last of Billy Worth. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Unless you watch The Lost Boys again. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is he in The Lost Boys? He's a lost boy. Oh, okay. Lost boy number four. Yeah, I don't know. I Peter don't remember. Peter Pan in The Lost yeah, Boys. Yeah, he was also in, like, what was it called? War Party? <laughs> That's right. We played a Native American. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so, fine. setting up for our final episode in the finals, Brian is going against Craig Williams, who, if you remember, was in the very first episode. And he might have actually, now that I think about it, gone up against Brian in the first episode. Hmm. Hmm. I have to fact check that. I. I, It feels like it's a Shumsky thing because oh, it was Craig and Shumsky. Yeah. Yeah. So Tracy is going against Nancy Petito. The interesting thing about this is both Brian and Tracy are from Houston, and both Craig and Nancy are from Boston. Oh. So we have an all Houston versus Boston final. Script that better. Yeah. Can't. We also find out relatively quickly after the end of the Eliminator that whoever wins gets a Chevy Lumina minivan. (laughs) They'll get their choice of Chevy Lumina minivans, and they're talking about the all-terrain vehicle. Yeah, Yeah, they showed it cruising down the road. Look at that thing. Yeah, like just imagine going through Mm. the most (laughs) masculine event possible for the chance to win a minivan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there are ads everywhere. Everything's sponsored. Mm-hmm. So the scoreboard throughout the entire episode is sponsored yeah. by Nintendo. There's Which, a Nintendo logo on yeah, the Yeah, it was the first one that it popped up. I'm like, yeah, that I was late so, to yeah. the game. Yeah. You yeah. would think like Nintendo would be like, all right, show if us. If you remember, there was a really cool Nintendo video game with American yeah. Gladiators. Oh, I yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. I rented that at Blockbuster a couple times. Remember that? Blockbuster? Just, Just the like renting, renting video games. Dude, in my hometown. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. Cicero, Indiana. Did you just spit on the ground out of respect? <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> um, so, out of in my hometown, yeah, the pe- the pizza place when I was growing up was also a video rental store. Sick. Oh. So, like when you walked in, it looked like a video rental store, but there was like a walk up 
like counter in the back where you yeah. order a pizza that's to great. go. That's but really they would cool. also deliver. So you could call up and be like, hey, I want a large pepperoni. Also, do you have a copy of Home what? Alone 2? Man, that's beautiful. And they'd be like, yeah, we've got it. And they would deliver it to you. Yeah. And Starring you just, a cameo by our future uh, president, Donald Trump. Future <laughs> something. Convicted, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's in actually, Home Alone 2. Yeah, no, he I know, I know. Ke- he gives Kevin directions. I know. Um, yeah. We've actually now had two felony arrests from Home Alone 2 actors. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can name the second one. It's also Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got it. I was like, man, nice. did Daniel, did Daniel Levy? Yeah, anyway. Um, so the other ads, Lady Stetson Perfume. Uh, 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 oh, well, I Lady Stetson. I wrote that down. Yeah, man. it was... Now I can't read my handwriting. The spirit Hero. and fire of America. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Hero cologne for men. Hero. Uh, dentine gum. Man, dentine. Okay. All right. And something called exclamation. What? what but it was know like what kind of product that sep- was. I don't remember. It was, but it was separated out. The word was separated out like ex, and then like it was separated out like you'd see it it's in a the dictionary. Oh, it, it, so was, it was a two. It was a, either a perfume or cologne, and it said. Exclamation! Punctuate the air with wit and style. It sounds like a cologne. I meant Daniel Stern, not Daniel Levy, by the way. From home yeah. one. Exclamation! Interesting. I remember of all those, I remember Dentine. Yeah, yeah I remember they that. were talking about. Yeah, sure. So it's time for our eliminator segment. Ooh, okay, oh, here we go. That right. I put a lot of thought into. What, what are we doing here today, Blaine? In a lot of other episodes, it was easy to find the theme. This one wasn't as easy to find the theme, so I tried to use some interesting tidbits from the episode and mm. then just grab trivia from that tidbit. Who is the only quarterback with multiple Super Bowls that's not in the Hall of Fame? The only quarterback with multiple Super Bowls that's not in the Hall of Super Fame. Super Bowl wins? Yeah. Okay. Bart Starr, Bob Greasy, Jim Plunkett, Roger Staubach or Joe Montana? Hmm. Who's the second one? Bob Greasy. The first one was Bart Starr. Mm-hmm. I think Bob Greasy was married to um, the lady from Good Morning America. Was Bob Greasy from Purdue? Is that that guy? Did he yeah, play I Purdue? Think, yeah, I think that's right. He was married to uh, Regis's Kathy Lee. Yeah, you're right. He was. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go Bart Starr. Okay, I'm going to go Greasy. It was Jim Plunkett oh. from. The Raiders. Ah. Oh. Which is oh, where Brian yeah. Hudson had a free agent. There it yeah. is. Okay. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I see what you did. Do we know why? Uh well, I mean he was a he's a pretty lesser known quarterback in that like Raiders team was probably more well known for their defense and their running back. Mm. because um, they had Marcus Allen. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how many Chevy Malibus have been sold in the United <laughs> States? Fifteen million, twenty million, oh. ten million, seven million, or nine million. Is this from like the beginning of the from, Malibu? There have been nine yeah. iterations of the Chevy Malibu. How many Chevy Malibus have been sold in the United States? There have been nine iterations. What's the numbers again? Fifteen, twenty, ten, seven, or nine. I didn't make it easy. Hmm. Twenty. Okay. I'm gonna go ten million. Ryan is correct. Oh, Nice. I only heard your inflection change when you said 10, listing those off. That's I usually do a better job. I wasn't that. paying attention. That's okay. Roughly 1.1 million Malibus per iteration, give or take. That's yeah. yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> historically, 
in the world of fashion, uh-huh. what does lace symbolize? Uh, what does lace symbolize? Lace does the character symbolize, or lace no, the, 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 the material? material. <laughs> what does she symbolize to fashion? <laughs> does it symbolize loyalty, sensuality, prestige, wealth, or health? What was the one before wealth? Prestige worldwide, wide, wide. <laughs> I'm going to go with wealth. Okay. I'm going to go with prestige. Russ is correct. So we are going into the finals tied one-to-one. Why did you that's going to carry over to the finals. That's a really good word. I really oh, like, the word, like the word prestige. Have yeah. you seen yeah. the prestige of the movie with Christian Bale and Hugh yeah. Jackman? It's good. It was good. It's uh, the magic one that came out at the same time as the other magic movie. That is correct. There was that period of time in like, what was it, late or early 2010s yeah. where like yeah. every movie had a co-movie? Early 10s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because there was the movie Friends with Benefits and the other movie was the same exact thing. Well, oh, yeah. before Which, that uh, though, it was like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah. yeah. It started like late 90s. Earthquake yeah. Volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mighty Joe Young and uh, Operation Dumbo Drop. Yes. Um, yeah. I went wealth because lace you would think is hard to acquire. It's hard to make. I tried to throw ones in yeah. that would make sense it's with good. it to try to throw you off the scent. Appreciate so, that. So we're tied one to one right now? Yeah, and that's going to carry over in the next episode okay. so we can have a grand champion. Be prepared. We will all be in tuxedos for the final episode, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is great podcasting. We're really excited to bring you the last uh, final of the season one of American Gladiators and never do another American Gladiators. <laughs> wow. It was a fun idea. I got tired of it three episodes ago. And I think our idea, if for all of you that have stuck with us, <laughs> we really appreciate it. But also, we got really good feedback. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait and I'll explain what we're going to do next at our next episode. I really appreciate everybody being a avid listener and we will be back in two weeks with the final of american gladiator season one this has been swing shot 